Aloha, all you money makers out there. This is Indar Lang, and I have the pleasure to be in-house talking to Mr. Daniel Kong. He's a good friend, and actually, we just sat here and talked for like an hour before this. And sorry you guys missed that all. But uh, let's dive into it. We're going to have a fun episode. Daniel is a great friend and a great flipper, investor, just good person here in Hawaii. And uh, let's dive on to it. So let's do it, guys. Just before we get started, I'd love it if you guys could subscribe below. And that way we can reach more people and just help people make their money work for them in any different way we can. Thank you, guys. And let's get started in today's content. So Daniel, so tell me about yourself. Tell me um, what high school you went to and where'd you grow up? And um, born and raised here in Hawaii, Pro City, um, Pro, Pro City. City High School, Chargers, Go Chargers. What year did you graduate? Uh, 97. And you said, oh, I'm 2000. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm three years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just born and raised here in Hawaii, like living, living my life. I was a software developer for like a long period of time. And yeah. then about five years ago, I read this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which <laughs> everybody read, like it kind of like, it blew my mind. It kind of started yeah. like, the whole journey of like financial freedom and real estate investing. And over the next three years, I got heavily into burning out of state and also here in Hawaii. And eventually, built up enough passive income from rentals to replace my job as a software developer. Yeah, yeah. Once I got there, um, we just, I decided to go full-time to real estate investing. Now we're flipping houses here in Hawaii, but dealing with commercial and multifamily out of state and just, just living our best lives, basically. So. Yeah, so we were just talking earlier where we met, and I think, so I've known Daniel since 2018, 17, somewhere in there, uh, no, 18, 19, somewhere yeah, in there, I think. Yeah, about 19, probably. And yeah. uh, I don't, I, we, it was probably meetups, or I don't know what it was, but there was an event at, at Keller Williams. Um, a lot of agents were there, and we were talking Burr strategy mm -hmm. back then. This was, you know, it was new to me and him at the time, mm -hmm. and I, he, was, he was talking about Wells Fargo, actually, and using them, and I was trying to do it with hard money. I remember really deeply diving into that conversation because uh, I think I spoke at the event and there was a lot of people asking questions, mm -hmm. but I was more interested in talking <laughs> Daniel because we're talking Burr. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that was yeah. when it was like, you know, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I was, I was, I was in, th I mean, I think probably 2019 was when I was like, like heavy into it. Big, bigger, bigger pockets influence. And so, like, all my first eight deals where they're all burrs and so like i'll just like the whole process and there's some ninja things you can do on the refinance side to to kind of to um to yeah. overcome the six months things and i don't know we we're probably talking about some ninja tips like that i know you like your ninja tips yeah so. yeah yeah well we're ninja tips overcome you got to own for six months well, so typically you have to own it for six months right six months but then if day, you yeah. if it's that's for a cash out refinance yep but if you do well, a rate in terms is what you can we were do, talking like, about yes, yeah. Yeah. so like it's a Basically, if you have a private lender come in, and record it can be your the mortgage. LLC. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, it's a, it's a yes, faster yes, turnaround. Yes. So, yeah. I still got to remember to do that now for some of my deals and make mm -hmm. sure they're that we're gonna burr. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. know on the front end if you're gonna yeah. do commercial, and it's only conventional, right? So if you're doing commercial, it's a, a different um, different set of rules. And yeah, so. yeah, that's true. You have to record mortgage. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. But for you people who don't know what burr and stuff is, that we we constantly talk think about this. We were just talking about just now. Uh, of the velocity of money or technically we're talking about where we'll buy deals with hard money, expensive money, mm -hmm. and we'll do a refinance out even at a high term. We don't care mm -hmm. about the rates, but our goals are to get money back out of the deal mm -hmm. as quickly as we can, get our investors, our money, whatever it is, back out of the deal. Mm -hmm. Even if you're paying, who knows, seven, eight, nine, ten percent, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, we borrow money at 12% from yeah. our private money investors. So if we're paying 10%, there's still arbitrage yeah. as to what yeah. we're paying versus what we're... we're and you can take that same 12% right now and make you more money here. Yeah, yeah. So the velocity of money... Because, because we borrow money at 12%, like for all of our deals, 
Then like basically I think of that, that's my baseline. So like if I have money sitting in my bank account, I know at any point in time I can lend it to you, to another friend mm -hmm. at 12%, I know I'll get like guaranteed 12% return. So like if I can't make more than 12% for like for my work, it's almost like not worth it because I can loan it to any yep. fixed income friend whole yeah, 12% and get like that yep. guaranteed return or yeah. rate of return, right? So Yeah, that's an interesting way to think of it always. And I and I think of that too myself when mm -hmm. um in flips ourselves, like what's the return that if I were to do if I were to do a flip with my own money, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but my money, I'm really just paying myself twelve percent. Yeah. Really. So I mean, if and you're not making, you, you have to pay yourself twelve percent, and then your profits after that, right? Because yeah. if you didn't do the flip and you just loaned your money to like another flipper, yeah. they're gonna give you twelve percent yeah. anyway, so right? Might so as well, yeah. So people who think, oh, why don't you just flip one house and use all your own money? Mm -hmm. Is because we value our money to could be doing more. We can do a lot more with little bits of our money you know spread out so i'm actually spread out in a lot of my deals i'm in the back behind mm -hmm. a lot of my deals mm -hmm. but um the velocity of money guys so because the last part of it all we didn't just get to was after we refinance out at a higher rate even today a higher rate we can do a rate and term in two three years it's a lot easier to do with the bank once you have just a loan in place on a property. Mm -hmm. If you're doing like for like, you know how it's mm -hmm. very easy to work with a bank for rate and terms, yeah. and they actually give you better rates in general for rate and term and yeah, better yeah, LTVs. Because there's already a previous bank that kind of vetted your deal mm -hmm. and said, "I'm buying off on this like LTV or this like mm -hmm. this asset." So as opposed to them coming in and giving out cash, it's more risky for them. But if another bank kind of already pre-approved you, yep. now the rate and term there, they're more likely to their the rules will be less stringent. They'll be like less better rates and you're, you're less of a risk going to get a better rate just because there's already an existing loan in place that another bank kind of pre-vetted you with. Yeah, right? so yeah, yeah. You're just moving into whatever next rate And this, the that's exactly is. why like the rating term on the on the BRRRR works better than the cash out refinance because even if it's a private money lender, another lender came in and said like, hey, like I'm vetting this deal for this much. Mm -hmm. So when like the new bank comes in, like that's why like it doesn't have to be six months because the, the short amount of time, the higher their risk, right? Mm -hmm. So because there's already a, a, a loan in place, it lowers their risk in their eyes. So that's why that even your your rate of term on the existing um, um, loan will be less um, less interest and also like a short a short um seasoning period or zero seasoning period. Yeah, point, zero so. seasoning. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's it's this is this trick to not trick. It's just utilizing money and utilizing banks and utilizing what you have mm -hmm. available. Um, and making it all work and flow together. The thing is, you just want to play by their rules, right? So yeah. they have a set of rules, they have their boxes that they play in. As long as you know their rules and their boxes, mm -hmm. now you you adjust like your game plan to their rules. And yeah. then once you know the rules, you can like make whatever game plan as long as you fit their boxes. Yeah, you're right? just playing ahead of time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean that's that's how we analyze deals when we think ahead, you know, of what we can do to make deals work. Mm -hmm. um, I think the old school thinking was to you know buy a property and pay it off cash and have no debt. Now we utilize debt, there's good debt, mm -hmm. and to buy more. You know, I think that old school, our parents were thinking to pay off properties, uh, you know, was a different type of thinking. And although they were, these properties that are paying off were, you know, 20, 40 grand back then, mm -hmm. you know, our properties nowadays is, is not 20, 40 grand. I wish you could buy for 20, 40 grand over <laughs> here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like 10 yeah. Yeah. There's some flips actually in Wyanite I wish I even were keeping nowadays because mm -hmm. the, the values have went up mm -hmm. so much. Um, actually, that's another play I was thinking of thinking about is, you know, you can buy buy a flip or property mm -hmm. in, in Waikiki. We're looking at one right now in Waikiki. It's just yeah. a small, dinky little, uh, small little property, cheap, um, 
we put a renter in it and just break even or make something, yeah, yeah. you could sell in three to five years just with appreciation. I mean, so we're, we're actually doing that strategy right now. So like, I think the typical burr is like you're one cash flow positive, but because Hawaii is such an appreciation play, yeah. if we're if we can cash flow even, yeah. then or even like a little bit negative, the appreciation that you gain over the next five to ten years well, will I'll be worth that. Yeah. As long as you can stomach the negative or or have the reserves for the negative or even cash flow, I think yeah. that's the big thing. Is yeah. like if you're not in a place where you have a reserves for that thing, then like it's it's risky. But as long as you know that like I can stomach the little bit negative cash flow over the next yeah. five years. Yeah, yeah. The appreciation that you get from that will be higher than like a cash flow. I would prices. recommend to do that for condos too, not a house, because a house you can get a big expense too if you're not. Really but the thing about the, the house is like there's no HOA too, right? So like the, the you can't get a big expense. But if you just flipped it, then you know it's like everything is taken care of, like you know, like the. But when you analyze your deal, you just make sure mm-hmm. even on the HOA. So I'm analyzing yeah, yeah, small yeah, one yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. and I took. I'm actually looking on my computer right now. And the HOA and everything's factored in. Yeah, and yeah, and it's even yeah. even or a little bit like it's, it's good yeah. cash flow or even. Well, as a single family, actually, this one we. We'll probably try midterm. Okay, we'll okay, try the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that's another one. Yeah. Midterm to kind of get your cash flow up. Too, I've been so. liking the midterm. We've gotten four, three, four of them now. Four mm-hmm. of them, I think, we got going on right now. Um, and all you spend more money is just doing furniture, and we can yeah, do furniture yeah, yeah, for yeah. Th- three grand to five, depending mm-hmm. on the house. You know, just make Costco work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you can rent it for a lot more. I did it on. Um, I have a, f- a flip in Eva that wasn't selling, and we just. just just it. tried it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Threw it on the on um, the app. Um, Airbnb it's a, it's a, or no, not French Airbnb, Finders. Uh, French Finders, yeah. We just threw it on there. And yeah, see, yeah, the cool yeah. thing about French Finders is it's not instantaneous booking. You have to accept mm-hmm. them. You have to interview mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So you can just see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How well you get you your tenants, right? So, yeah, yeah. Don't you have something in Waikiki in midterm? I think you have. We we have some in North Shore. North Shore, nothing, yeah. Nothing Waikiki. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hard to play that game, and even Airbnbs in general too. It's not as we were talking about either. It's not as glamorous as it all seems yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, it can be a headache. Definitely, yeah. it's such a, it's such a customer service base like the yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like Airbnbs. Yeah, we we have a, um, a uh, somebody who um, just answers the, the questions and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have automated responses, but we also have a VA that yeah. helps. Yeah, the thing is, you're so beholden to like the reviews, so they can basically like, blackmail you for reviews, yeah. like if, if they need to, you know. Yeah. So it's just a. Uh, yeah. It's just like a, it can be a headache sometimes, I think. Yeah, so. I, I think uh, I just gave up on one month. Well, not one, one quarter, and I just mm-hmm. let it go. Like, whatever, <laughs> let them do whatever. I mean, you're still getting, we still were getting so much booking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but now, I, in hindsight, I'm like, shit, I should have been on it. Because they, they can, they write a review. And especially what we're running into now is we have so many Airbnbs, you're just going to get Bad yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, and yeah I mean, the amount of part to stay on it is like it's intense. So yeah. even our guys for ours, we've got a guy who's like he spends like over and uh, over abundant amount of time just trying to like please the tenants just to keep the reviews up. And like it's just like a to me, it's a waste of time or like it's a huge time sink, but it's just necessary to kind of like, keep your super host status. Super right? host so, like, status, yeah. So you're popping up okay. first and so forth, and yeah, and and doing all that. How many how many Airbnbs you guys have? Three. So. On this island? In Hawaii? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's on, Where are they? On North Shore side. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Nice. And you have a channel manager to, to, to manage it all, too? You use we, a channel? We, we got a... I don't, I don't even know what he uses. He uses something. <laughs> I'm not sure what software he uses. Oh, really? Yeah, so. You got to use a channel manager. Like We use Guesty. I think he uses Guesty. I think that's what he uses. So. Oh, really? Yeah. You should. You probably would have had to set it up. Well, I think no. I told him just do whatever you want. Like, I like so. Like, this is a part of like delegation, right? Where as we're growing, I'm like, hey, like, I don't want to do have anything to do with the Airbnbs. You handle it. You just tell me like what you need, and yeah. then, like that. You set up. You set up the accounts. 
deposit into this bank account and then however you want to do it like you do it so it's running actually running on his account so like it's a uh, He's the one in charge of it. He's the one like doing A to Z and just kind of taking orders. That's your right project uh, manager guy you set it up. What uh, originally PA. operations manager, but he got upgraded to our CEO recently. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah like, but not you wasn't your VA that set. No, no, yeah. no, no, like a local guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy, so. I was gonna say don't have your VA set up because that's money you're involved there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some like um, separations you need to do over there. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Josh. Thank you by the way for all the hard work. Appreciate <laughs> you, bro. There you go. Nice. It's nice to have a good guy, a good team involved. Yeah. We have a great team too. It's nice mm -hmm. to take a lot off your plate. And um, you know, I find is as I get a bigger team, uh, I thought it would relieve a lot off my plate. Mm -hmm. I think my plate just gets bigger. Yeah, bigger. it's a it's a different plate. It's so like instead of doing like the the work, now you have to like keep people motivated, manage them, yeah. make sure they they get what they need. It's so like it's yeah. definitely it's definitely like I know what you mean. Like it's well, a, that it's and then my attention just now is. Okay, on to new thing, you multi and mm -hmm. commercial. Now, some time to focus on this. Yeah, yeah, now my yeah. Plate just got well, that's the thing is like, if like, so that's why Josh has been so key for us because like he'll take things off my plate where I don't have to think about it. So, like, the Airbnb is a great example where like the a lot of decisions need to be made, like problems are coming up. And like, I tell him, like, dude, don't even tell me what's going on because I don't want to waste some mental bandwidth. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. thinking about it, not even making decisions. Like, I just don't even want to, like, I just like, I'm gonna pretend it's not there. You handle it, and then like, we're good. Kind yeah, of thing. so yeah. I still like to know. So they <laughs> they all they all pick it on my plate, but I still like to keep in, mm -hmm. keep in loop in emails and so forth, just in case. I don't know. It's something about me. I always like to know, just in case mm -hmm. what's going on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I actually get annoyed if I don't know. <laughs> but um, that's cool. It's cool. That's about how to grow, guys. It's about how to build a big big team, and um, we're not doing this all ourselves, as as you guys all might think we are. <laughs> Start out by yourself, though, right? Like yeah. when you the first prime in the couple of years you're just solopreneur doing everything yeah. you had to like kind of hustle and I think a lot of times what I see is guys try to go too fast where mm -hmm. they think like they're, they're just gonna start delegating before like they're ready to delegate I yeah. think but you need to have like the income and the kind of the at least the baseline in, in place first before you can kind of start um, yeah like delegating that, it's always a struggle how do you so. how do you deal with that when to grow and when to it's a mm -hmm. struggle for everybody you know when to hire a new guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always like that position. push and pull. Like, is, are you hiring ahead of the, yes. the the work or before after the work, yes, right? Yes. And like the, the Can positions. you afford it, you know, yeah, and so yeah. forth? Is this going to take away, you know, is, or is it going to allow you to make more money? Because yeah. the goal is it can take, you know, take away from your time, but now you need mm -hmm. to make more money. And I think it's always an initial investment, right? Because like the, you're, when someone joins your team, usually they're not like, um, they're not going to take off right away. So you have to put time, energy, and effort to training, get them acclimated well, with you. Well, you have a bunch of interns, so, right? So you yeah. spend a lot of time. So I mean, that's the thing is like, there's always an ROI cost of like onboarding or like, like training. Right. And then what do you get back in return? And sometimes it's, you're not gonna see the return immediately, but it's gonna be like maybe like months down the line. Do you train all your interns, or you have somebody? To help it's train? a it's a it's been like a long like I guess a process and journey over like so right, so right now the way our works is they're working like some some of the hours of the week and then we we have like training days or training like sessions like separate from like that what they're working time. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But by you? Yeah, yeah, yeah by yeah. me. So. How, do you, how, have you, how have you been with the turnaround of interns and training them? And I mean, the, to be honest with you, like, the, the the ROI, like, the intern is not huge as far as, like, work you're getting done, but it's it's more like a passion project. Like, I enjoy, like, mm -hmm. like you know, teaching, like, young people mm -hmm. and just, like, help, like, helping them get their start. So yeah. it's not always about, like, the, what we, our company gets back. So I think when we first started it, like, the it was probably, like, a negative deficit where the time that attention and I spent on the internship mm -hmm. program was, like, negative to, like, our actual like income producing things. Yeah. But it's just like, I learned a lot through that process. So I grew as a leader, I grew as like a, as a, as a boss, a different thing. And so like, 
even though like it was like negative ROI like in the short term, in the long term, the the result of me like building better systems and becoming a better leader and like pointing to like building myself or like growing as a person mm. probably like paid off like down the road now. So now our internship program looks different because I'm able to delegate better. I'm able to like lead better just because like they're kind of like that. Failures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so like that. It's, but it definitely like it's internship program is really like a it's really a passion project. I think like you. You do spend a lot of time and energy yeah. with like not a whole lot of income generating activities. On that. I, I love that passion project because we're open our, our co-working space down in Waikiki, mm-hmm. and I have a passion project, not for interns, but to teach kids mm-hmm. about how young kids, you know, yeah, because yeah, I have yeah. young kids, so yeah. to teach them about financial yeah. literacy, just balance yeah, yeah. statements and yeah. read a profit and loss and how to open a bank account and all this I mean, that, that's super cool because it's, it's something like you're very good at and like you have like a lot of exper- experience at and so you're passionate about that and you just translate that into something like else yeah. that you're like, it's a good like marriage, right? Where like yeah. you, you like kids. They like don't teach you that stuff in school. Yeah, no, they it's, it's so sad. They like don't teach that. you how to you need start like a, a company. As opposed yeah. to having like a, a home ec or something, we just need like a personal finance like one-on-one <laughs> yeah, or something yeah, for should. like high school or something. <laughs> you know? It's so funny, but it's, it's, it's such a common thing yeah. and especially even taxes too nowadays you know taxes how to buy a house how to buy a car how to keep your credit score how to yes, use credit card yes, points yes, how, to, yes, yes. how to budget and track company. all these things just one class like one semester that's like i, I every, could do that class in a every, year yeah I could easily teach or, yeah that. i mean just we but high school students need that i think so yeah, yeah. i think it should be a requirement actually no i agree point. i 100 percent agree i mean people need to know how to do that right out out of coming out of high school mm-hmm. yeah even start a company. I wonder why they don't teach that in school. It's, it's the whole yeah. trying to keep people down thing, right? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but um, we we both have the abundance mindset of I think there's enough for everyone to go around and to t- teach each other and to teach um, you know each other because I think once you become successful and you realize mm-hmm. you start making money in the business, mm-hmm. there's enough mm-hmm. to go around and you can teach each other how to be better and be yeah. better successful in versions of themselves. Yeah, yeah. You're always trying to like make the world a better place, right? And I think when you're first starting out, to be honest with you, like it's when I first started out, it was before my selfish reason, like I want yeah. financial freedom. I don't right? think it's for yourself, it's or me. I think it's just you're so focused on so much going on, you yeah. don't have time. Well, I mean, like, it's just like the time. That, I mean, the time maybe, maybe you weren't like this, but I think I was selfish like that. I was just trying to like, yeah, I wanted to reach financial freedom for myself. Yeah. And it was like, the, what can I do to like better my life, right? And so like, but this is a certain point where you have, if you get some traction or some success, now you can look, how can I also use this to help other people as well? But I think when I first started, it was like, I mean, I always loved sharing or teaching, but it wasn't like, my goal was like, I want financial freedom for like me and my family, you know, versus like, sure. okay, now let's try and... I mean, yes, we all like want financial freedom. So. But yeah, to me, it's just the time factor. Yeah. Is yeah. I could go and do that. I had a conversation with somebody the other day. It was, you know, how come you don't go and help the environment? And yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it, and that's great, and I yeah. feel for the cause, but there's... Eight billion people yeah, in this yeah, world, yeah. you know, the seven hundred ninety-nine billion people in this world, they can maybe have the time for. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. don't have the the time. I choose what I want to. Yeah, yeah. You only have so many hours every day, right? Yeah. Like you gotta like say no to things if you're. Every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Yeah, so. exactly. That's so true. And then with the with the family and kids and all that, so trying to juggle. Yeah. Life. Prioritize yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 definitely a struggle. Um, so what does what your portfolio look like today? I know we talked earlier. But. Um, some single families in Indy, single families here in Hawaii. Did you, you still kept all your original Indy ones? Are you still yeah, yeah they still, I still have all of them. Oh, now. you still have all of yeah, them. Yeah. them? Yeah, I remember that's when you started. Yeah, that's where I started. You have like nine. Six, yeah, six, six okay. in Indy, yeah. All in the same uh, area? Near, near the so like similar spots, yeah, similar spot. How were you finding all of that? 
Oh, that was all wholesalers mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that. How are you getting your mainland stuff now? Is it um, so actually, the the commercial buildings we're buying now is through this mentorship WNN. So yeah. CJ and Jasmine like nice. they run a commercial mentorship and really like the the idea of doing the mentorship was like leveraging their knowledge and their team. And so like the they've done all the hard work of like the broker relationships, uh, the contractors, like the property managers, all those different kinds of things. And so. We're not having to build all those relationships from scratch, but we can like jump on board theirs and like, okay, like we have like the our skill set and our resources, like let's just leverage what they built, already built, and then we'll just like magnify it versus like trying to start from scratch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Another commercial. So you have two shopping. Uh, we have five buildings. I mean, just they're all just like office retail in uh, in Kansas office, City. Office retail. Yeah, yeah. office retail. Not multi. So they're office retail. Yeah, office retail. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. The office space is pretty uh, exciting to look at too. I mean, the triple net and some of these different uh, things you can have with the office mm-hmm. is so much easier to to manage. Yeah, and once once the tenants in place, like management is a, is a key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then management is actually a lot cheaper in commercial too. I think we're paying four, a three percent actually to our to our, mm-hmm. our bigger management too. So it's not the traditional ten percent. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Single family world. That's true. Um, nice. So I know you go through a ton of uh, education and a ton of different meetups. And mm-hmm. what what did, uh, what's some of the pros and cons you can share with? You don't have to say the, the yeah. education programs, but what do you? I mean, like it's the biggest thing to me, from at least my perspective, is like the networking, like just like the resources, like that you mm-hmm. the people that you meet. And so like I think when I first started, like I thought like it's like the all the education and knowledge is out there. So like. I think even when I joined these education programs, I don't learn a whole lot as far as like the, the learning side. Mm-hmm, it's yeah. just talking to people. I think it's just like like seeing what they're doing, being inspired by them, holding people accountable like for like your goals. And then just like there's like a little small resource like, hey, like have you thought about this? And like even this conversation that we had like like an hour ago, like I was like thinking of different ideas that you're doing, like oh that sparks like a little creative yes, thought yes, on yes, my yes, side, yes, like, oh maybe I can yeah. try this or this and then yeah. Then like maybe I'll say something small. They're like, hey, what? Yeah. T- tell me more about that. What you're doing and there? What you mean. And they'll just kind of start it's this for like, the moments for that little. Yeah, it's like these little like tiny moments that are just kind of sparking the creativity for like either solving your problem or kind of like like fixing something or like trying a new strategy that you thought like mm-hmm. I never thought about doing that or that's like a really good way that you're mm-hmm. you're attacking that problem. Yeah. So I really I, I enjoy. That. I like the high. I'm more into the high level mentorship program mm-hmm. because because of that because mm-hmm. you get those high level. Yeah, conversations yeah. and I find actually in the high level mentorships that I, I pay for mm-hmm. uh, they're more helpful like it's an open book yeah yeah like yeah, any yeah. high yeah. level investor like, the, 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 the top the top guys they're not trying to hide their secrets they they're, yeah. they want to share with you and they yeah. want to see you succeed yeah, yeah, yeah so. I, I like that about yeah. it all compared to what programs are you in now what do you so I'm in WNN like yeah. the commercial program uh, sub two and then Ryan Pineda's um Oh, you Ryan Pineda's one too? He's just recently. slash, yeah, what we, yeah. Oh. I just recently joined. And it was just because of, like, the, the network, basically. It was mm-hmm. just, like, the... I didn't feel like there's not a whole lot of knowledge inside, like, that. I mean, maybe, like, because we've been doing it for, like, a few years. Yeah. We have, like, enough on the fixed and flip side to, like, kind of, like, um, figure out a way. But, like, the the relationships and the things that you learn inside there is, is, is really invaluable, yeah. I think so. And you're also in our, our dear friend, God bless him, Steve's group. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Steve, yeah, Steve, yeah, Steve, Steve Rosenberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his... He's a great he's, guy. His coaching program. Yeah. He's a great guy. I love he was that. like he was like the he was by far the most expensive, but then like, he was well worth the worth well worth the price mm-hmm. too. So yeah. And you did. Uh, he's a great guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a super. I mean, like from a business standpoint. So like, I think when you reach a certain level of real estate investing, it mm-hmm. becomes less investing and more small business. business. Yeah, yeah. And so like the problems I was trying to solve in the beginning was like investing problems, like. 
how do I analyze a deal? How do I talk to contractors? All these different things. But as you grow as an investor, you eventually become like the small business problems where like, how do I like do get my P&Ls correctly? How do I hire the right person? How do I like make sure like manage like the, the team? So these are all the different kinds of problems that you're running into. It's not solved by the investing books. It's solved by the small business yes, books. Yes. And then Steve is an excellent just yeah, small business, business like coach yeah, and, yeah. and mastermind. Yeah, he's so. great. He helped me a lot too in my business as well. Just yeah. thinking differently. And yeah, yeah. No one, there's no one that ever teaches you that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. hard to find. Yeah, it is. people it that is, teach you is. that kind of growth mentality of it all. And um I think that's some of the hardest parts of the business is sometimes we're great at what we do. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, a plumber may be a great plumber and be great at being a plumber, mm-hmm. but then he goes and opens a business yeah, and yeah. he's not a great businessman. Yeah, it's different. It's the whole e-myth book, yeah, right? E-myth, Where, like, yeah. it's a... Uh, the, yeah, exactly what you're saying like uh, he might be a great plumber but then when you're a business owner now you've got like hired other plumbers you've mm-hmm. got to manage payroll you got to market yourself yeah. there's a you got to do accounting like accounting is a huge pain man yeah. like, the, there's all these different kind of ask taxes like you know like all these different parts like, there's so see. many hats that you got to wear I was yeah. talking about this the other day um, the, the girls were I was on a deep dive conversation with uh, uh, I think uh, just built something with the project. I was mm-hmm. deep into construction mode yeah, of yeah, the project, yeah. and, you know, typing and we're working. And she comes at me and she just asked me something completely different about yeah. I think, social media. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like literally had to like pause. Your mind, your mind like, yeah. it's like a 10 second switch over to social media and they go back to like that. It's so weird. Uh, yeah. You have to know so much about so many different yeah, yeah, traits yeah. and yeah. be the expert in yeah. the. Even in, in lending, in lend, the lending Yeah, world. I know. That, that, I mean, there's so many different aspects yeah. to it, right? That you kind of got to oversee. You're working with a, a lender in the commercial world, and you, these guys do it 20, 30 years yeah, straight, yeah, and they yeah. do it every day, all day. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah, they yeah. do. And then you got to have a deep conversation with them, asking, mm-hmm. you know, in-depth questions. Mm-hmm. How we were talking about commercial mm-hmm. earlier, knowing... All the ins and outs, right? Like, like there's, the thing is, like, when you're the business owner, you don't have an expert to, like... To like do it for you, right? Like no, you have to kind of learn it yourself yeah. before you can hand it off. A lot of times, and so yeah. just like trying to learn, learn all the different avenues. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 a lot. And then yeah, in the, in the lending world, it's often it's you. It's the only one they want to speak to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to give it off as much as I can, but the banks <laughs> always want to speak directly to yeah, yeah, to yeah. you. So I mean, you kind of should be speaking directly to them because it's it's your money at stake. <laughs> but um. um do you, um, oh, you're talking about social media. We didn't even talk about it. So you have a great following. You have a big following. Do you recommend everyone to jump into social media and start it or to start business first? What, what do you recommend for the new guy? Dive into social media first or dive into being a, a, a I think or So there's no right or wrong way, but I think you have to be aware that social media, if you do it right, it takes a lot of time, energy, and yeah. money, yeah. like everything. And so like the... Just like the if, so when I started doing social media, it actually took a lot away from my fix and flip business because I literally spent like 20 hours a week just doing social media. And then now we hire like people to like help manage it and things to like, to like leverage even more. But like it's, you have to be prepared for like the amount of time, energy and effort that it takes. And even just mental bandwidth, like creatively coming up with ideas or responding to people and these different kinds of things. And so like, I think if you're starting out and you can start with social media alongside your investing, just realize your investing is gonna suffer because you're doing social media. And if you wanna do like investing first, like when you actually do make the transition or start doing social media, realize that it's gonna take away from your investing or your yeah. small business yeah. side. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I, I 100% agree. I never, I kinda hated social media at the very beginning of it. I'm like, that's like my one thing that's like, it's 
So I can delegate everything else, but social media is so hard to delegate just because it has to be like your face. You like the filming. And so it's, it's such a like, to me, like that's one of the things that's hard, so hard to delegate. And mm-hmm. I know like, there's a lot of like big influencers like struggle with this. So I know Pineda, he was trying to do his own like, that's why he created like, the wealthy way, like um, like separate like accounts and everything. So he had his students kind of being a part of it. So like, he's kind of pulling himself out of like, he's trying to figure out a way to delegate it. Like, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, he then he had to jump back in, I think. And now he's got his own podcast where like, He's still the face. I mean, just it's just hard to like to delegate the social media aspect of it, just because it yeah. usually has to be. You have right? to film and you have to do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's what it's for. I, I was never a big believer in social media at the beginning. I was just I'm just gonna build my business and be a great mm-hmm. flipper. I'm gonna focus yeah. on business. Yeah. And I actually yeah. never. I just have blinders to every, yeah. even people. But that's good I because never, I mean, like, that's, I mean, you've had a lot of success, and that probably is a big part of it. No, just but I wish I did social media at the beginning more too, mm-hmm. just to have it going at least dabbling yeah in it. it's it's like another investment it's like you're planting another tree so just like you buy rental and then maybe like 10 years later it's kind of paying off yeah, in the yeah. multi right yeah, so like social media is like you're investing into like this other kind of like um cool thing that's kind of like synergistic with what you're doing but then you're not you're not gonna be overnight like right it's like yeah. gonna take a couple of years it's gonna be slow steady build and it's gonna be like a it's own separate are you big on the, I don't even are you big on TikTok too you have a, I just have our team just reposting our, our Instagram stuff we've stuff. been struggling going on TikTok actually for some it's reason. like a different audience it's a different kind of like culture and engagement and so like if you don't if you don't create things like specific for like that particular platform I think yeah. you're gonna suffer a little bit as far as like your engagement and your time are you able to grow on your TikTok I think ours are super small mm-hmm. so we, we do we do like no like um, engagement or like um, like no things on there yeah, it's yeah. just but it's just super. like Reposting or reusing our, yeah. our Instagram stuff. So. And uh, you on uh, YouTube too, and YouTube Shorts. Just reposting the same thing. Where like yeah. it's uh, just reposting like some of our Instagram. So our main thing is Instagram, and then we just repurposing like TikTok and YouTube, like and doing the bare minimum for mm-hmm. those. those and Facebook. Platforms. Are you in groups? Do you do groups? Um, just random other like investor groups, but not really like mm-hmm. I mean that. Nothing going through. Nothing social media wise. Because I I do like Facebook actually. I was more into Facebook I think before than Instagram, of course. But um, are you doing any wholesaling or any other? Th- we were for like a little while back before, like, but then some nationwide wholesaling stuff, but we, we shut that off. It wasn't like the, a good use of our time, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was too much. Personally, yeah. Like yeah. the time and energy it took to, to run it and then the, the amount of profit we were making, it, just, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So at least our, our operation. How many did you guys wholesale out? Three or four, mm-hmm. like not a whole lot. So in Hawaii, it was in Hawaii. It was all out of state, yeah, so. Have you tried wholesaling anything here in Hawaii? No, I haven't. Yeah, so. I, I bought some wholesale deals here from our friends. Too, yeah, right. well, actually, no, actually, I bought, yeah, yeah, I, I bought, right. you, yeah, I bought yeah. one from you. Yeah. So. I bought one from. But I paid a hundred grand for one from our, one of our yeah. other friends. And I, yeah. I pay, I bought, I bought, I'll buy wholesale deals. Just yeah. it never made sense for us to wholesale at the time for the deals that we had. Uh, that we I tried up. to wholesale, I think, two deals before here locally. And they're, they're obviously harder deals. I'm not going to yeah. wholesale like the, the, <clears throat> the cookies and the free ones. Yeah, yeah. you just give away money. This was probably 2019, maybe, right before COVID. I tried to wholesale a deal off, and um, it was just a hard flip. It was, um, we had to go up. We had, to, we had mm-hmm. to, the whole upstairs, we had to do a ton of work. Mm-hmm. Parking was junk, and I had too much going, I think, at the time. It was really hard. And I tried to wholesale, and no one would want to buy it, and no one wanted to buy the deal. Yeah, I was only yeah. going to wholesale for like 10 grand. I wasn't like yeah, trying to yeah. make a killing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. no one ever wanted to buy that deal. I ended up doing the deal myself, and I think I made almost 100 off of it. Oh. And uh, I mean, I, obviously, I'm not crying yeah, yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it took me a year, but yeah. I think sometimes trying to sell wholesale deals off here in Hawaii, the, the, the 
because we know what we can and cannot do. We know what we can push and make happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes a new guy is not ready to take. The, yeah, take on the, the projects you want yeah, to wholesale. Yeah, yeah, or take on that risk. Really, you know, mm-hmm. we understand our risk better because that's all. That's what we do. We mitigate risk. We figure out how to how to make this project you know, less risky, of course. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And how to add value and so forth. How are you guys looking at me for flips right now, or? Um, we're we're kind of slowing down. Like we have a bunch like going right now, but we're just like I think we have like twelve running actively. But then we're just we're kind of slowing down just because the market. Not and also twelve under construction. Twelve. Either in construction or in escrow on two 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 sell. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I say the same numbers too. Yeah. That's why I just ask here. because yeah. I'll say um, how much we have going. Yeah. But secondly, there's six or is under construction. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think that well when I say how much I have going, it's not actually how many I have. Under construction. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also like, on the like market the, yeah, yeah, or we just listed them or, or yeah, whatever. So yeah. yeah. So is your stuff moving? Everything moving? Yeah. So we had the last two, we had one weekend of showings and like multiple over asking so far. The last two we we, we and you we put them on the market. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so we put on the market. You listed something not on the market, right? You were doing. There was one. We we list them like on pre-market, and then after like two weeks, we will put them on the market. So, so you yeah. wait two weeks. So they're yeah. actually ready, ready for two weeks. Yeah, it's like we're staged, photo, photographs, everything for two weeks, and just sitting will, there. And you won't put it on. Yeah, we just like, hey, if anybody wants to buy without the with the commissions, like here's like your chance. But if nobody bites, then like that. Uh-huh. So far, we haven't any. We had one where. Do you think that's costing you in the sense that that's two weeks you could be on? Yeah, definitely costing. Yeah. yeah. So, but I just want to provide an like, opportunity for someone to like in the case that they're ready to pull the trigger and then. They'll get like some equity built into like into the house, right? So, are you selling at the same price as you list? No, like so, was? like sir, we're cutting out like the the real estate commission side, yeah. right? So, like, it's, uh, yeah. so you list for that much less? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, do? Yeah. Okay. On the well, I'm not listening. I'm just advertising. I mean, the advertising like, for yeah, advertising for yeah. Oh, you do. Oh. But I mean, so somebody missed out on this deal because we li- we listed for two weeks and no no buyers, and we put it on the market. We got seventy grand over asking, so they would have had like a big, like probably like a hundred grand. And you're getting there. over asking, nice. Yeah, so yeah. Like, they would have got a big discount if they bought off market. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's nice. You're getting over asking. Yeah. That means markets. What, what area was these? Oh, uh, this one's one's Anaheim, one is Kalihi. So, yeah. Oh, nice, great markets. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's moving then. So far, I mean, we have one that I think we overpriced in um, in Waianae, but like I think we we had like a sh- like a we ch- a price shop this past weekend, and we had a bunch of like people come through. How much so is that now? Seven ninety. In so, Macaw? Um, Lua Lule. Lua Lule, yeah, 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 yeah. 7.90? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I know it's, like a, it's a house hack, so. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think I think we got uh, 7.50 in escrow just now in that area. Awesome. So close. But I don't know, square footage, there's a difference in them. But, um, yeah, the market is definitely a different type of market. And uh, what, what have you been kind of changing or doing differently? Um, just yeah. being more conservative across the board, I think, yeah. just like knowing that where the market is and adjusting like your Airbnbs and also like your list price, and then just putting a lot more time and energy effort into the marketing on the on each flip because before you just throw it on the MLS and like you're gonna get yeah. like time, yeah. but now like I spend money on like um on like digital marketing, I put it out for like making calls to realtors. I mean, there's a lot more effort that's going into you this. You were doing that? You were making calls? We're, we're, we're asking people to do our, our realtors or, yeah. or our, our team to like to make calls on our behalf or like throwing it out to like advertise to like um, uh, our escrow companies or different kinds of things just so like for we're trying to maximize the marketing that we're doing on the sales side just for like the get most the most eyes on it basically. Mm-hmm. So. Oh you have escrow sent it out to you for you? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Oh nice. So When you're ready to hit the market? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, nice. That's that's good. I mean, you gotta do whatever it takes to move. Are you doing washer and dryers on all your flips? Yeah, yeah. Washer oh, you do washer and dryers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do it on my Y nine ones. I sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. I always like leave the the hookups in place. Yeah, of course you have all everything where yeah. ready to go. But I, sometimes I don't do washer and dryers. Thinking it's gonna get stolen or? No, I'm just trying to save money. But now we are doing washer oh. and dryers before. Uh, you know, to whatever when the market was hot. We had uh, we had we had like appliances stolen before. Like it's oh, you did. Yeah, so, so, yeah. Oh, jeez. From where? Where was that? Uh, it was like North Shore side. So. North Shore. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I never I there, never so. got stolen. Oh, I think maybe I have one. Why not? For some reason, I get stolen like outside of Why not? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. M- like Manoa or like the nicer neighborhoods, Kahala. I think we got stolen. But it's 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 a it's a battle, of course. I think we did get our lumber stolen all at one time. My very first project, like the, I was doing a project in Waianae, like my very first one, so like the, doing all the way work myself, right, the first, the first day we bought it, I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm psyched, I'm gonna, so I tried to do the work myself when I first started, yeah, first I brought all, all these tools from like Home Depot, all these bins, like I, I, I put them into the house, right, left, and the next day, all my stuff was stolen, someone like climbed the, the, the window, Took all my tools, like all my stuff. Like, oh, it was like, welcome to investing in Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> and you got all the nice tools. I mean, like, it was new from like whatever Home Depot, right? Yeah. Like, oh, like let's buy this, like let's yeah. like get like you know all the supplies. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I buy the good deals too. So. Actually, I buy it for my guys. I I let them take mm-hmm. it because I actually I'm for. I'll buy you nice tools. Mm-hmm. The guys that work for me because mm-hmm. if it helps them be more efficient, yeah, yeah, faster, yeah, yeah. Pay for time, right? Why not? So, yeah. Yeah, and it's like not? the the good job sites. Yeah, yeah. I I have my own personal crews. I I do that for. I just want to take a quick second, and if you're enjoying our content, please subscribe below. I love it if you guys can leave us a review or a comment or let me know what you guys thought. I love honest feedback, and I love hearing what you guys think. So the last section we have, um, we have an investor insight, basically, and it's where our, our investors come through, or people, generally people ask questions. So one of our questions from uh, Keanu, he says, I'm just starting out on my efforts to get more deals. Where should I be placing the bulk of my energy when it comes to marketing, online, uh, tapping signs up, and text blasting? So finding deals, Keanu wants to know what's the, what are you finding most of your deals? I, I think, know you have a great website. I mean, so like I think it really matters on like your skill set and like your experience, time, energy, and money. So every every avenue works, whether it's online, whether it's texting, whether it's cold calling, whether it's banner signs, whether it's um direct mail it all works yeah it just matters of where you're gonna put your time energy and effort and how much time and money do you have so like the online stuff that we do like it works pretty well but it is expensive and mm-hmm. so like that you just have to have the budget for it and like that some of it is also expertise because i was a software developer that's your so i put in like my own like um like skill and like level into that alongside with a lot of money your so, like, site was number one for a while it's still number one it's, it's depending on the, on the keyword search yeah, yeah. i think we're we were we're pretty top ranked and yeah, do you so. do a lot of uh, market stuff on there do yeah you? i mean like i do like i run like a lot of like the um like design and like the seo and stuff myself personally oh you do so, yeah, yeah. So it's, but it's just because like, my background is like software right so like yeah. it's a uh, i'm using my competitive advantage in, in the what we do but i mean we've done like texting cold calling uh, direct mail yeah. we, the only thing we haven't done is bad signs but i know they work but just we haven't done them ourselves personally but what do you like best so far, it's like the online and then also like the agent, the social media and agent outreach has also been like really good for us too. Like just mm-hmm. people who want to like bring us or partner with us on deals. And so like that's been like a really, since our social media has like kind of taken off, we've had, had more eyes and people who want to like partner with us. And so mm-hmm. partnerships and online I think is our, our top two right now. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
it's not always easy. I think they leave that out in a lot of the guru mm-hmm. classes on how to find deals or how yeah, hard yeah. it is to find yeah, deals. Yeah. How many how many mailers you have to send out and, or how, and how many like negotiations? How much money you got to spend? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To do it. Yeah. 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 I thought. I think I thought when I first started, like I was spending like three hundred bucks on some some mailers. And, yeah. You know, like it was a lot to me at the yeah. day. It's like three hundred bucks is not gonna get you nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's like good luck. I, I think I was brand new and I paid out uh, whatever the software I was using and click 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 and they do it all for you and I was like yeah. clasp my fingers hoping <laughs> I get it they didn't get nothing of course uh, not even a call this is the hard thing with online marketing is um, you just you spend all that money it's not even just getting a call mm-hmm. you have to you still have to eventually well you have to follow up me so have to, and the thing is like and you're, you gotta get a lead you know? yeah I mean like there's there's also the sales side of like being able to like work with owners or, or sellers and so like the the, these marketing will kind of get your foot in the door, but then you still have to go out there and have the, the conversations and actually finish the close the transaction. I think yeah. that's also another like under um, like people don't realize how much work and time and energy and effort and skill that does take. So like practicing like your your calling and like your conversations and like the being able to structure deals correctly so it's a win win for both sides, etc. So yeah, so you gotta kind of try it all. I, I think actually, I mean, early on. Um, one of the coaching programs I was in, uh, they talked about being a professional at one avenue. Like mm-hmm. uh, short, uh, short, uh, short sale was really mm-hmm. popular back then, and uh, and uh, mailers. And they said you just got to be the best at that one thing. Mm-hmm. And I never took that. I, I came to back to Hawaii, and I never like just was. I did it all. I like tried it all. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah, you yeah. almost got to try everything to see what works. Yeah, and yeah. Try I mean, it doesn't help to yeah. like dabble, but then like after you dabble, you kind of find one like, hey, like I like this the most, or I feel like the most talented, yeah. or like at but this at this one that just kind of focus on this lane. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I never um, maybe four, four or five years ago, I was like fine with how much deal flow is getting was mm-hmm. getting, mm-hmm. and I never like pushed to do more. Yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. fine. I was like. I'm I mean, that's the thing too. Like even for us, like we're. We were doing a lot of outbound marketing, but we have enough deal flow at our current like pace. Yeah. So we're not trying to. We actually shut down some marketing channels because we don't want more don't deal flow to. at this point. We yeah. just want to like keep our current deal flow and then be able to like manage yeah. that. So. Like, the, I think I I did that early on, and uh, I was fine with how much deals I was getting, the you know flow, and mm-hmm. I and I, then I think ah oh, man I should turn it up more and just start wholesaling the ones I don't mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. But then I was just fine where I was at. I think for a while I was just good yeah 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 i think that's where we're at right now for our company yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah you get a comfortable yeah. you know what how much projects you can handle yeah. you know just not just even the projects there's the buying the selling mm-hmm. the, the, the whole other side of it all and then dealing with your rentals and and all of that side of it even though like our fix and flip we're i think we're good we're always looking to grow so i think that's what we're looking more towards like uh, multifamily and partner buildings but then so like instead of putting our energy into growing our fix and flip like we have a good flow we've got a good like kind of rhythm now let's take some of the energy and look into some of the bigger deals. Tax savings, cash flow, like on the mainland. So like it's actually like it's a good ROI on our time versus like for us just personally trying to like do like uh, fifty deals a year or many really like you know. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, me too. I think we're flipping is, it's running smoothly. We're really great at it, and we've got a great team. Now it's now it's spending more time, and for anyone out there listening, you know, it's to educate you and start learning about all these other things like multifamily. Mm-hmm. And, learning about those great cash flow avenues um so deal of the week uh, are you raising any money for any projects or do you have any houses on the market or anything we got a few on the market right now and then we're we're just like starting we're in the contract for like a 102 unit in houston actually mm-hmm. so we're gonna be partnering on this one with 
some other guys. But yeah, we're we're looking for we'll be looking shortly for some. Um, have you raised anything yet? No, I mean, so we, we don't have like the um, the pitch deck hasn't been approved by the SEC. Uh-huh. There's a whole bunch of things that we're under contract, but we're still like due diligence period for this one. But shortly, we'll probably be like blasting out to our social media. And, and so you'll, you're one of you'll be one of GPs on it. Yeah, and we're, so we put on the EMD for this one. So like we're oh, you did yeah, the EMD. Yeah. So like that, and then we're I mean, so we're part of like the, the the team right now, and just and then we'll probably be raising and then also overseeing some of like the was it EMD your money or investors money? Our money, yeah. yeah. Our money, oh, nice. Yeah, so how much is EMD? Hundred, two hundred, two hundred. Better get the deal. Here's your money at risk. Well, I mean, like it's a, it's like we, it's we found them all. Like I mean, like it's EMD is like if the due diligence period doesn't like pan out, then you can get it back, right? How so long is due diligence? This is like sixty days. Like the, it's like commercials kind of or multi. Sixty days and then ninety day close. It's, I think so. Yeah, like I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You really just know the sixty day. days yeah. is the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna do this yeah. deal or not? Yeah. <laughs> I know I got a huge EMD out there too right now, and you got to know your safety net of it all yeah yeah but that's awesome man that's awesome um but we we go to a lot of events together and we talk story and yeah so thank you so i know everyone already follows on social media but whoever doesn't follow where can everyone follow you out there uh daniel kong 808 on instagram or tiktok or on yeah uh, yeah facebook or youtube and i'm in dar hawaii so please like subscribe if don't whatever just comment take your time message and ask questions that's what the biggest thing take your time and go ask some questions out there we all started from somewhere and we both have a ton of questions all the time ourselves so there's no better way just to you know take your time and ask a question dm or message us ask your real deep down hard questions and be ready for the answer sometimes actually the little off topic but somebody was asking me a question and they wanted me to analyze a deal for them the other night and um, they just wanted an answer. And instead of telling an answer, I was like, no, I know you can figure out the answer. And I told him what exactly to do to figure out the answer, but he didn't want to take the time to figure it out. So be ready for the answer. You're going to need to do work sometimes. So it's not, it doesn't come out easily, I would say, in this business. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. But uh, thank you for being on the show and thank you thank for you. talking. And, Thanks, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys me. for listening. Aloha.